Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate, arriving too late. Arriving too late. What's up, Bob Pirate Nation? What up? Pod number eighty-seven, week uh, eleven of the NFL. Uh, so here we go. Joey Schefter is fucking back. Soundtrack. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I took a little five-week hiatus. Greg uh, really fucked my mojo there in week six oh, yeah. with the upset. But then uh, we've been really busy. Uh, they've been expecting me to do things at work lately. So Oh, and life gets in the way. Yeah. Uh, Jay's out again this week. He was ready to come back this week and uh, had an emergency at work, it sounded like. so. Yeah. Uh, we're still here, though. Uh, what do you want to do? Good, oh, bad, wait, lucky? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. For, oh, oh first, my bad. I wanted to tell a story. So last night, oh, tell a story. I was actually rising at Coach's Nation Ooh. with fellow 07 Kyle Hardesty. And uh, the crowd there, there had to be at least 75 people in Coach's Nation. And when there's 75 people, it is packed. Oh, yeah. The DJ was uh, rolling till 2 a.m. in the morning. So. Oof. You stayed that long? Yeah, we were there forever. Jeez. And then they even they kept on going to the Red Garter. I actually had to oh, bitch wow. out after that because I actually have a job. So <laughs> had to go to that. But yeah, Coach's Nation. I've never seen it popping so much on a Tuesday night. Wow. Not so, since Wiggs was giving away bottles of yes. whatever. Yeah, we had to pay for beers there. It was bullshit. That's kind tough. Of. Rising yeah. up. Coach's Nation. Coach's Nation. Did Shout you, out. Uh, did you play uh, My House or anything on the no, jukebox? No, I did buy a couple pull tabs, but losers. R.I.P. Yep. Uh, good, bad, lucky? Yep. Let's do it. Look, mister, there's two kinds of dumb. A guy that gets naked and runs out in the snow and barks at the moon, and a uh, guy who does the same thing in my living room. First one don't matter, the second one you kind of forced to deal with. <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums, getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them, fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei! How about new, you crazy Dutch bastard? Shut the fuck up, Donnie! But you don't say that. The good, the bad, and the lucky. I'll go first. Good. Lamar. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Alright, I saw this uh, multiple places. These are some of his numbers compared to uh, other players in his first career 16 games. Uh, the, this all these stats for in his first career 16 games uh, starts. He has 13 wins, one more than Mahomes. Uh, more rushing yards than LaDainian Thomason. <laughs> Higher passer rating than Tom Brady. Better completion percentage than Drew Brees. Uh, Lamar had... Uh, more TDs last week than incomplete passes. Uh, he was 15 of 17 through four TDs. His QBR was the highest for any game by any quarterback this season, uh, and he was already number one at that point, and so he beat his own record. Uh, I think it was 99.7. I don't know how QBR works. <laughs> I don't know that one either. Is um, it, that's a good. We'll just say apparently it's good. It's though. good. 99. It's good. Uh, I mean. MVP chance? I That's, think they have to be coming, he's right? He definitely I has mean, to be the leader, the leader right now. I mean, who else is even up there? It's got to be Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, probably Wilson up yeah. There. People are saying Jimmy G, but fuck off. No. He's not the MVP. But no. yeah, I'd say Lamar Jackson right now is the MVP. He's been so good. For sure. So, uh, my good. Pittsburgh Deef. Mm. So, yeah. Shout out to Brittany Payne, too. You step <laughs> on to it. But here's some stats for you. Since week three... Pittsburgh Deef has been averaging 15 fantasy points a game in our league, which is ridiculous. Uh, It's the number one defense, according to PFF, obviously. They have four of their defensive linemen in the top 15 of the ranking. TJ Watt has been a fucking monster. Six six sacks already. 
Obviously, Cam Hayward's been doing it for a long time. Here's a guy. You probably never even heard of this guy's name. Javon Hargrave. No. He is a beast this year. He's been. He's like number seven, I think, in uh, D-lineman. Uh, Bud Dupree, obviously. And they've been doing it without Stefan to it, you know, the past mm. couple weeks because he's on IR. Right. And obviously the trade from the Dolphins, Minka, Minka. Fitzpatrick, yeah. huge impact since coming over. So Byron, nice buy, five and five early in the season from me. So pretty good bargain for the number one def- or number two defense. Sorry, Jay, in New England. Oh, yeah. Rise up, Yins Nation. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Did not know that. Uh, bad for me. OBJ. Mm-hmm. Uh Wow. I mean, he last week he had 12 targets. He technically had two more, but uh, they were penalties in the end zone, so doesn't count as a target. And he would have had two TDs, but he didn't. Uh, seven straight games without a TD. Oh. Uh, speaking of your boy, Minka, Minka has more TDs than OBJ. <laughs> I didn't know that. Christian Kirk has three times as many as OBJ yeah. this year. And th- has three total touchdowns, right. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> So good job, Christian Kirk, last year. But OBJ, yeah, he's got to be the hardest guy to rank right now. Him and Juju Smith-Schuster, you don't know where to put them in ranks. Like, I mean, they're superstars, but they're not playing like it right now. Yeah, uh, you know, Brandy had him trying to sell him at the the deadline. I I wasn't interested. I'll have to admit, I am enjoying Cleveland going down in flames. Fuck you, OBJ. (laughs) (laughs) Cancer. Yep. Uh, My bad. A local boy. Adam Vinatieri. Oh my God, he has been so fucking bad. Forty-seven years old in December, by the way, he turns. That's old as nut. Forty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> He's been. Here's a ridiculous stat: fourteen of twenty on extra points. Yeah. He's seventy percent on extra points. That's, Not good. <laughs> no, you can't be a kicker anymore. Fourteen for nineteen on field goals. Uh, the Colts need to sign Chase McLaughlin, uh, the 49ers fill in this past week. Somebody. Somebody needs to do something because right now, uh, Vinatieri is the worst kicker in the league. It's he's, not really that close. He's either. just lost games for him this year, yeah. too. I mean, it's not like, you know, he's missing just, you know, first quarter field goals. Like, he's missed fourth quarter field goals that mm-hmm. you have to have to win, basically. So, yeah. Um, bring back Pat McAfee. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> yep. Uh, here's uh, also from Monday night. I saw this tweeted by the amazing Chrissy Teigen. Uh-huh. She said, I would watch a whole game of kicks. Oh. Bitch, that's soccer, you <laughs> dumb bitch. I mean, I think that's even more evidence that this league should get rid of kickers because of that kind liking kicks so much. So fuck Chrissy Teigen and fuck fantasy football kickers. Football. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking chipmunk little bitch. <laughs> Oh, uh, that was wow! Good one, yeah, Joey. I'm fired up. Glad I, to I, glad to have you back yeah. on the pod, uh, Joey. That was nice. Yep. Uh, for me, for me, I went lucky-ish because he's kind of done this before. But is he? I'm not sure. Darius Slayton. Oh my god! Ten <laughs> catches, 121 yards, two touchdowns, like twice as many as OBJ this season. Uh, has multiple TDs for the second time in three games. Lucky-ish. Until yep. prove prove me wrong when uh when my boy Ingram's back and I think both times it's been that way uh and who else the uh, what's his name Sterling Sterling Shepard yeah who's probably I just saw that they're considering putting him on IR so pretty serious concussion I guess right. I don't know what the fuck's going on with him yeah lucky ish yeah I also put Drummy and K's muff as mm. lucky AKA the fighting nighties of DC yeah uh, seven of his nine starters scored less than their projection this past week. And he still came out with the victory. Le'Veon Bell with the Joe Mixon-type stat line. 18 <laughs> rushes for 34 yards. So a sterling two-yard average yeah, per carry. Just lay down. And uh, here's a, even luckier. So the last trade, the final trade before the trade deadline was with Big Dog and Chad, where Chad basically gave Crowder. Big Dog Jamison Crowder right. for 20 waiver and A.J. Brown. If Chad doesn't make that trade, Chad has Jamison Crowder in his starting lineup and beats Knighty oh, this past shit. week. So Knighty was the biggest beneficiary of Big Dog's acquisition of wow, Jamison Crowder. Wow. Yeah. So He should be thanking Chad yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because Chad, what do you get? Like $1? $1, $1 and And A.J. Waver. Brown's obviously not going to be a starter. I guess it's a yeah. real long shot, but I'm not making that fucking guy a keeper. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't make him a keeper. So, yeah, there you go. Good, bad, and lucky. Nice. Boss of the week? 
Yep, let's do it. For me, I had to go back to an OG boss. Your favorite, Boss Henry. <laughs> uh, let's see, 23 rushes for 188 and two tutties last week. I mean, he just turns it on in November. He, he's just rising. He's he's the boss. Yep, for sure. He's uh, slow, but he's a boss. <laughs> that is true. Uh, my boss of the week nomination is my boy, Michael Thomas. Oh, yeah, he's back too. I mean, you look at his stats, they're crazy right now. He already has over 1,000 yards receiving. He's on pace for 1,800 yards this season, which would be fifth on the all-time list. Uh, He's on pace for 153 catches, which would be a brand-new NFL record. Oh, wow. uh, Beating Marvin Harrison's 143. So uh, better watch out for your family if you take any of his (laughs) records. Uh, Crazy, another crazy stat. Don't go to that car wash. (laughs) No, no. is scrubbing that money down (laughs) that drug money down there uh michael thomas has 18 more catches than the next highest wide receiver 18 already wow d hop yeah so yeah my nomination wow that's pretty good i i think yeah michael thomas for me then i like that i like those stats uh i didn't realize he's i mean i knew he was obviously good but didn't know he was had those numbers Uh, it's ridiculous i mean he catches like 80 percent of his targets too which is crazy they're just super efficient him and breeze yeah i mean just think if he had breeze for how many games was breeze out then yeah and teddy was pretty good too with him just just as good if not better he probably goes his way uh i don't know i mean what a security blanket though right yeah speaking of teddy he's getting paid this offseason oh yeah for sure he'll be the jags quarterback next year (laughs) it's actually a pretty good call i bet (laughs) All right, yeah, Michael Thomas then. All right, so look for that uh, mail, Mike. All right. I'll, I'll text you. I'll text right. you the info. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do, trade deadline? I get checked for price tag, uh. Cheat, Ron, cheat, ooh, like that, uh. Diamonds, they bite, they bite back, uh. I smoke dope for nightcap, yeah. I spend a stack, get it right back, yeah. I got a pack, get the right pack, yeah. I got a track, get the right track, uh. I got a game that is like that, yeah. I get checked for price tag, uh. Yeah, you go over yeah. I mean, you kind you guys kind of covered it last week briefly, but I just wanted to give my two cents in because oh, everyone yeah. likes to get criticized and praised by me. Yeah. Let's just start it off by saying, Rick, what the fuck were Whoa. you doing? Whoa. He spent a hundred and seventy-eight draft dollars last week. One hundred and seventy-eight. Uh, Blaine made ninety-six, and Chad made eighty-nine. So, pretty good uh, pull-ins for those guys in the last week. Yeah. I mean, let's go over them, right, real quick. The first trade that got us off was a big one. Rick acquiring Mark Andrews. Uh, Blaine got 45 and 30 in Old Sack Witten. Yeah. Uh, I actually like this trade for Rick. Really? $10 keeper, so you still got keeper potential there. If if he can, if uh, Mark Andrews continues, I mean, he's tight end number three right now. Oh, wow. It's a huge tight end upgrade going from Witten to Andrews also. Yeah. Uh, and it paid dividends right away, even though Rick lost this week. He still got 18 points out of Andrews. And so uh, I think both sides got what they wanted. You know, Blaine got a nice, nice amount of money, and then Rick got a huge tight end uh, upgrade, but it might not help him win completely, but he's still a good player. Just seemed like a lot, but... It was a lot. It's probably... I wonder what the highest amount was ever paid for a tight end. It has to be It might be up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, Unless maybe he's on, like, Gronk or something. Yeah, I was about to say a Gronk. Gronk trade. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Uh, Second trade, defensive trade. Jason gets Bills deep. Blaine gets... Vikings D five and four, yeah, pretty standard. Swapping top ten defenses, both both defenses are good, but uh, Jason didn't like that Dallas matchup this past week, and uh, Buffalo is done with their bye, so yeah, Jason just spent nine bucks to pretty much uh, get rid of two problems, future problems possibly. Lock it in, hopefully for the rest of the year. Another trade for Blaine was Blaine getting twelve dollars. For the best kicker in the league, Justin Tucker. Yeah, I like big, that. Big Dog gets Justin Tucker for $12. So Big Dog had had the worst kicking scores oh, so really? far this season. He had the lowest average. So he acquires the top three kicker for a very reasonable price. So yeah. good move by both teams. 
good fantasy, right? You're just good fantasy trades, good smart trades sure, by was, everybody. Yep. Uh, and then we get into the retard trades. Sharp. That's <laughs> we're sharp league until now, right? Yep. Uh, here's Rick. Another big Rick trade. Rick gets Stefan Diggs. Greg gets Kalan Balage. Yep. Plus thirty and ten. So. Uh, it's hard. To, I don't know how you feel about this one. Stefan Diggs has basically been Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde this year. Yeah, uh, tough to play. He scored less than five fantasy points in 50% of his games so far this year, which is horrible. You want more Ouch. than that out of your... With Thielen banged up, too. Yeah, that's exactly right. So And they seem to like to run. Stefan Diggs is having a pretty bad year for the opportunity that I feel like he should be having. I know he's he's still high on the wide receiver list because of the 30-point game that he had in week seven or whatever yeah. that was. But yeah, Stefan Diggs has been pretty mediocre outside of like three games this year. Yeah, I can see that. All right, here's my trade. I get Carlos Hyde. $3 keeper, by the way, just mm. in case. I know that doesn't fucking matter, but yeah, <laughs> I was, that's why I was looking at his contract. You caught me uh, looking okay. at his contract information <laughs> earlier. I was seeing, uh, is there any potential? I give up Chad, I give Chad Debo Samuel plus 10 and 15. Debo Samuel should have been on people's roster. I don't know why he was sitting out there on waivers for so long. Yeah. He's, but he's good enough to, to have on a roster in our league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I looked at Carlos Hyde, uh, throughout the whole last week. Um, it really just came down to like I needed somebody, kind of for last week. Yeah, um, he was on buy. And he was on buy, so he kind of went off of my radar. But yeah, I think that's probably the right amount. I for probably that. slightly overpaid, but that was only because there was I, no running backs Rick, available. Rick was running that price up on me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Carlos Hyde, the whole season, believe it or not, he's been getting 16 carries a game. That's what his average is. I know that Texans offensive line isn't very good. Uh, yeah. Bad part is they have a very tough schedule up ahead. So I got him for depth now, basically, since Brian Hill is yeah. taking over that Atlanta job. What a pickup by yeah. you. Yeah. Sorry, Edo Pito. <laughs> All right, here's one. I'm sure the crowd is excited for me to talk about this one. Byron gets the amazing Jordan Howard, oh, yeah. who's a $15 keeper still next season. Uh, Cree Wiggs gets Vance McDonald, 25. And recoup some of the money. And 35. Yeah. So... Believe it or not, Jordan Howard actually went for $5 more than Tyler Lockett got traded for. Obviously, (laughs) Lockett would have been a lot more valuable if he was a $3 keeper still instead of the $36 or whatever that he is now. Uh, But yeah, uh, I guess Kreewig, they wrote him. They were right, I guess, in a way, sometimes. They won, so I mean... Yeah. Man. But... And then going to Byron's team, Byron needed running back depth. Uh, carry on going on to IR a few weeks ago, and then Aaron Jones on bye. So Byron needed some depth if he plans on winning a championship if anybody gets injured on his team. Didn't he have uh, the Lions guy, too, that he paid 100 bucks for? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Who's uh, gone? Yeah, he's got a concussion now, too. Yeah. Ty, Ty Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, who the fuck is that? <laughs> All right, here's the trade that pissed off a few people when it was posted. Rick gets DJ 2K, David Johnson. (laughs) Chad gets Sammy Twatkins, plus 40 and 23. Yeah, so I was in on that trade as well uh, Mm -hmm. up until uh, I said stamp at Chad, and he said, uh, hold on, I'm over at Rick's, and Rick's interested now. And then... (laughs) All of a sudden, it got way too expensive for my blood. Well, yeah. And now you're glad, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I hate both the players that were traded. Sammy Watkins and David Johnson, both firmly on my fuck no list. For sure. Uh, it was probably the worst trade of the deadline, especially <laughs> once you saw the results. What happened. Yeah. It makes yeah. it look even worse. So, maybe it wasn't as bad when it happened, because maybe Rick was still living in 2017. You know, he's kind of a couple years behind the trends, usually. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know what that was. It's a lot of money for DJ2K. But uh, Blaine's Pro Bowler, Kenyon Drake, yeah, he's got that job. He's looked good. It seems like it's his job now. Yep. All right, we got a few more. There was a lot of trades. There was 11 total trades that final week, so a lot of action. Uh, this is one of my favorites. It is so sad that it's over, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's nice that I don't have to look at the re- right. rest of the league and just like make up. Because I wonder how many trades I've actually deciphered in my head and actually made oh, an yeah. offer on. It's probably like <laughs> two, 2% of those trades. Uh, so here's one. Jay gets Marquise Brown, the speedster. Uh, he pays 6 and 5 for him. 
Really like this trade for Jay. Wendell just got the money he could get for Marquise Brown, but uh, Marquise Brown, low risk, high reward. And I was calling him a poor man's Stefan Diggs mm, yeah. because he's kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Could see that. Hold on, I gotta take a drink. Please. Yeah, go for it. Wet the whistle. <laughs> there we go. All right. Big Dog gets Duke Johnson yeah. plus Gimpy Boy Chris Herndon. Yep. Uh, Wendell gets Rashad Penny. <laughs> Plus Jonu Smith. Okay. Yeah. Plus thirty-two dollars. So that was the end of his money, basically. It's basically Duke Johnson for Jonu Smith plus thirty-two dollars right now, but because uh, right. uh, Herndon's going down to IR, it's probably the most disappointing season out of any player in the league. He was suspended for, for how many missed games? Three, at least the first four weeks. Was I it think. six though? It may have it been. It might six. have been six because he lo- did, like he like tried masking it or something. Uh, I can't I remember. Right. He got like longer suspension than he came then back. He, had and he was a... injured the first week. Right. Came back, yeah. And he this was his first week playing, and he put up a nice two spot. Thanks. Yeah, great season. See you later. <laughs> so big dog, I actually like Duke Johnson more than I like Carlos Hyde. I was just saying the Texans have a really tough schedule, which means a lot of Duke Johnson playing from behind. Yeah. Uh, last four games, Duke Johnson over ten points in three of those four games. So not bad. It's not a bad price. No. When you think about who was available for running backs, it was nothing. There was nobody. Uh, this one was a little surprising when I saw it, but then it made sense. Uh, Jason, Devontae Parker, Dolphins boy. Yeah. Uh, Greg gets Tony Pollard plus five and five. Time, kind of time to move on from <laughs> Tony Pollard. It was. And Zeke, you know, it's not very likely that he's going to get hurt. And Jason is already carrying whatever, Madison. Yeah. So that he's got the backup uh, Vikings. But yeah, Jason, it was time to move on. But Parker has been averaging nine and a half points since Fitzmagic has returned to glory in week seven. So it was an okay play. It worked out. He did pretty well last week. Didn't get a touchdown, but I think he had like 69 yards, I think. Nice. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, so DDS and I went to the Colts-Dolphins uh, game Sunday, and I was just waiting for Devontae Parker to score a touchdown so I could get the reaction, <laughs> but never happened. But 69 yards is nice. Yeah, it was. And the last one, we kind of covered it. Jamison Crowder. Yeah. So we don't even need to cover that one. But yeah, that one worked out for Nighty very well, even though he wasn't even a part of that trade. Yeah, good job. Yep. So there you go. There's our full recap of the trades. We might have to revisit, you know, the full season of trades once uh, we get toward the end of the year and see. Like award season? Yeah, which one's worked out. Obviously, (laughs) Lamar Jackson has worked out for For Jay pretty well. That one's one that stands out for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, look forward to that one. All right. Probably a lot of research. Oh, yeah, lots of research. Uh, so we're going to go, what, Joe's Jizz Picks? Yeah. Joe's Jizz Picks. All right, let's start off with one that shouldn't even be close. Uh, Cubbies over... Greg. So Cubbies is a fucking, he's just train. He's a train yeah. right now going mm. over yeah. anybody, anybody that he plays. Christian McCaffrey, he cannot be stopped. Oh, he, speaking of MVP. Yeah, I, yeah, he could be up there. It's almost like he could, I've heard people say like MVP is basically a QB award and then uh, offensive true. player of the year is non-QB. The best non-QB. Sure. But he could be competing with Michael Thomas if Michael Thomas breaks that record, I think. Yeah. But Another good trade. Cubbies is just benefiting so much from the Tyree Kill trade. That was good. Yeah. He's been ridiculous this year. I saw something where his teammate was like 30 yards in front of him trying to run for a touchdown. Oh, and he just like him. catches yeah. up and like spanks him on the butt. Like, yeah, let's go, awesome. let's go. Yeah. Uh, what does Cubbies do? Uh, Stafford probably done, seems like to me. And that is, that's a glaring issue when you look at the Cubbies roster. I mean, not too many championships are going to be won with Mason Rudolph playing quarterback for you because I, I don't I don't think Stafford's coming back as good of a season as he had. Why would he come back with a fractured back? Like right, that doesn't seem like a very good idea, especially with a you know average offensive line. Sure, but yeah, it shouldn't be close. I don't even know why we talked about it this long. Cubbies <laughs> needs a deep still. Yeah. And Cubby's already locked up the gangsters division, by the way, too. It right, that's if he nice. Lost every single one, it wouldn't matter. That's nice. So Still, maybe, yeah, maybe he's hoping Stafford sits for the next couple weeks yeah. and then 
maybe you know gets ready for week 13 or 14 for him all right well should he probably might play he'll get a buy more than likely won't he yeah oh yeah he'll definitely get so, a buy he could wait another week even all right uh next one i will take jason over wendell poop so, bread poop bread is kind of falling down and can't get up <laughs> Uh, DJ Moore should have a decent week against that shitty ass Atlanta secondary. I don't know. Is Geese, Goose Goss, Geese coming back? Geese is supposed to be coming back, I heard. So that's exciting. Uh, OJ Howard woke the fuck up finally. Yeah. It's nice to see that he plays football still. But I think Jason's running backs are just too strong. Oh, they're so good. And uh, Jameis hosting New Orleans. I don't know. He You never know with him. He could have a huge game or a low game. Edelman, super reliable for Jason. So, yeah, got to go with Jason on this one. Uh, Poop Bread will probably be watching that game in person, so he may be watching Jameis carve his team there up. You so. Yes, you are right. Go Bucks. <laughs> All right, another one. Here we go. This one's close to your heart. Oh, man. I won't tell you who I'm taking yet. Okay. But it is Kreewigs versus Munchin' on Bunchin'. So, I, you know... What are you going to get out of Kamara this week? You haven't gotten much since he's come back. No, not well, much. I guess you only have one game so far. Yeah. So you wonder how much. He's just much... been down all season. So. Yeah, you wonder if they're going to work him in a little bit more. Uh, obviously, we saw Burita, what, lower leg injury yeah. a couple weeks or something like that for him. And, uh, you know, Shady apparently last week was just getting a rest week. So that's the only other option I have. So hmm. we'll see on that. Yeah. But I will still be taking Munchin' on Bunchin' this week just because I don't know what Creepwigs uh, is going to do. they got a lot of holes in their lineup right now. No quarterback. Uh, will Fuller. Will Fuller. If sucks. Will Fuller comes that back sucks. to kill me again, I, I deserve to lose. I didn't even think about that, and he's practicing this week. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll still take you. I think the uh, percentage is... If small hands comes back and beats me again. Yeah. All right. Uh, another rats matchup. I, uh, Let's go, Jimmy. Yeah, we got Jeremy <laughs> versus the big dog. So big dog was very active, you know, getting yep. a few upgrades. Love the Justin Tucker upgrade. Still hate that Calvin Ridley trade from a long time ago, but he should get a little uh, pointed up Calvin Ridley just because of the Hooper injury. Yeah, so, and Miguel being gone. Yeah, exactly. So Calvin Ridley should start being the beneficiary of some more targets, but we'll see. Uh, like I said, I like Duke Johnson at Baltimore. I think Houston's going to get beat up at yeah. Baltimore, so he's going to be playing from behind a lot. Uh, Tyler Boyd still hasn't caught a touchdown yet. Wow. Has a lot of yards. And uh, PPR god, Jamison Crowder. Yeah, he's been nice. <laughs> it's nice for Big Dog. So uh, injured stoners. You know, they're set up for 2020. Get a Man. win. Get a win, Jimmy. Yep. All right. Uh, a good match. Uh, what am I talking about? This ain't a good matchup. A <laughs> uh, couple sellers from last week. We were just talking about how they were the biggest gainers of budget. Uh, Blaine versus Chad. So Blaine's team still is decent. You yeah. know, James Conner, Austin Eckler got a couple serviceable uh, running backs. Kenny Galladay, Michael Gallup. I mean, you got some good yeah, – Mike, Mike Williams too. He's still nice. got a decent team. So uh, Chad's basically sold the farm. I mean, Jalen Samuels is losing his role to James Conner this week. Uh, Twatkins, fuck him. Yeah. Dak is still a baller. I bet uh, Buzz wishes he would have gotten Dak from Chad. That would have been a, a good move. Kittle, if he, if he would have foreseen the uh, Kittle injury. probably taking another week off, I heard yep. too. Yeah, he's so. out again, so definitely got to lean Blaine's this way. Blaine will be taking this victory. Blaine's still kind of relevant in the standings too. I, I don't I haven't looked at it. Uh, what is he? One game back. Uh, let's see. Oh, what am I talking about? He's five and five. Oh yeah, I mean he's he's tied with the wild card, the second wild card. So if he gets a win, he could still be in the mix. Yeah. Even with that big budget, so. Nice job, Blaine. Rise up, Chafe. All right, here we go. The most important matchup to me. <laughs> the old sacks versus Reggie Bush or Finley Bush. Mm. Leslie Swihart Bowl. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> uh, so 
I got to pick which quarterback I want to go with. Matt Ryan at Carolina or Kirk Cousins, who's been super hot versus Denver. So uh, that's a coin flip right now for me. Uh, Here's my favorite part about coming into this matchup. Rick's ram stack yeah versus the bears, the bears. so yeah. i need the bears to rise for me personally <laughs> this week and uh take down that stack it looks like he's starting baker mayfield though instead of jared goff so but baker mayfield's also playing one of the toughest defenses i just talked about him pittsburgh defense that's true so he's gonna get lit the fuck up uh i don't like digs against chris harris and that good secondary in denver uh, mark ingram could have a decent game todd Gurley doesn't look great uh, didn't Goff like put up really p- terrible points uh, last week, like zero maybe or something? Yeah, something. Yeah. It was not much. Cooper Cup didn't have any catches, which is really weird. It's the first time in NFL history I saw that someone had 200 receiving yards, and the following week they had zero yards. Wow. First time in NFL history. So uh, those are the people that scare me the most is probably Cooper Cup and Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Just because Melvin Gordon could go off against Kansas City. Yeah, and you've got the waiver pickup of the year, probably. Yep, Brian Hill. Um, so, so plugged I, in, plugged in starting running back. I mean, has to be the waiver pickup of the year right now. I would say, well, if he go, if he does what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And my entire team is basically on the road this week, so it'll be tough going. But I just think my wide receivers are too fucking good. Uh, yeah. That Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, Cooper. and Cortland Sutton have yeah. just been on fire. And Kelsey has just been steady, you know, the whole year. He's been pretty consistent with his scoring. So I am going to take myself over Rick. Yeah, he doesn't have the tutties like he's had in the past, but I, I could see him coming. All right, here we go. The boy liking game of the week. Davis number 30 versus Drummy and Kay's Muff. So, best boys. Uh, Nighty always talks about his competitive spirit with uh, Randy always getting overlooked. So, yeah. Let's see if the underdog can. uh, Yahoo has it. Yahoo has it really tight right now. Dead even, 87 87. Uh, Adam Thielen for Nighty is still not practicing, which is a big concern. Sure. You know why else it's not a con- why else it's a concern is because he doesn't have a backup wide receiver on the roster right now, <laughs> an active one, because Brandon Cooks is still out. Uh, his boy, Miracle Boy Darius Slayton, is on by, and Adam Thielen is out, and he's got James White in his flex, so he's only got he, yeah. one wide receiver right now on his roster that's active. If Adam Thielen doesn't play, still a chance he could, but right. it's it's trending toward he's not guess he'll probably wait and see maybe yeah and then we were just looking at what was out there it is poop yeah it's it's slightly better than running back but slightly mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously randy has good wide receivers we think should uh, be but yeah. but the packers are on by so he's going with Derek carr versus cincinnati which is a good choice probably yeah. probably his best choice but uh i gotta lean Toward Randy beating Knighty just because of the uncertainty right now at wide receiver. That's not good. He's starting Josh Reynolds and then whoever he picks up on waivers. So it's not good for Knighty. He's gonna need a need a big big day out of Chubb and Bell. Maybe James White even get some yeah some action there. All right, let's move on to the important game. Well, first this one has a lot of importance. Uh, if Davis beats Nick. Uh, Davis takes over the lead in the division, probably, most likely. Mm. So it's a big game. Projections will be coming, Joey. You'll have them out, what, Sunday Sunday evening? Yeah, usually. Usually got them ready during the <laughs> Sunday night game. All right, here we go. Game of the week. Not, not a hard choice here. No. So we have the two best teams, basically, all season, who have been scoring the highest uh, average scores per week. Jay versus Byron. Yeah. I mean, you just you can just look down these rosters, and you can tell they're nice. Mm-hmm. You can tell why they've been putting up big points. Uh, the only weak point for Jay's team this week right now is probably Latavius Murray at right. Tampa Bay, but... 
I mean, it's not, he's been getting a lot of work lately, but other than that, his team is fucking fire. Yeah. Uh, it's only because Chris Carson is on bye this bye, week. Right. But uh, you look at Byron's team, he lost Austin Hooper this week. That was a big loss because he's been a beast. Yeah, he has been. Uh, he's got Drew Brees uh, starting at Tampa Bay. I actually saw some stats that showed like his last three starts at Tampa Bay, and they've been mediocre to bad. Wow. So I don't, you never know though. It could just be an anomaly, and that just means he's going to beast out this week. So I don't know. Is, he has Wilson too, right? So he's probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still don't trust Keenan Allen. Never will. Never never have, never will. <laughs> I just don't think he's that great. I think he runs really fancy routes and does really nice cuts, but he's just not that great of a player in my opinion. Sorry. <laughs> Sit uh, the fuck down, Keenan. Yeah, I know. That was pretty rough for a guy that's making, you know, $20 million a, a year. But sorry. But when you're looking at the team, got to give the slight edge to Jay. I just like, I think Lamar Jackson is the real deal. Oh, eight. Yeah. So there you go. I'm taking Jay, which would put him in the lead now of that division. Wow. Because, uh, yeah, he's one game back, and he has a higher score, and they have the same divisional division record, record if that happened. Right. So Jay would take the lead in the division. If Byron pulls this off, he basically wins the division and locks himself into a bye. So, yeah. Big matchup. There are some big matchups. We got three or four that are going to determine basically the rest, of the, the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it. Uh, yes, on that same train, though, uh, 08, three wins last week, uh, pushed their record to 17-9 uh, on the year. That was, uh, we've talked about all these, obviously. Knight over Chad, uh, Jay over DDS, and Dog over Greg. So 17-9, and it looks like there's a couple matchups this week. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens next year when you guys are at the bottom of the budget, you know? <laughs> I loved, I posted that clip just to make myself feel better, I guess, about those matchups. And when you saw their, uh, yeah. all of 08's budgets, they were, they're trying to buy themselves a championship this year, it looks like. Sorry, 08. Nothing personal. All right, let's get into our Vegas picks. The amount of money I'm going to be making would hurt your parents' feelings. You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? That's what I'm going to be doing every single night. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Where's my check? We'll be mailing them up next week, sir. Oh, no, no, I want mine now. I don't have any checks to give. Well, that guy got one, right? Give me one of them big ones. I don't care. All right. For me... I went Bengals plus ten and a half uh, mm-hmm. versus the Raiders. It's a lot of points. When um, was the last time the Raiders were ten and a half point favorites? I'll tell you. Actually, <laughs> oh, yes, I'm glad. I'm glad. Raiders have been a dub- double digit favorite twice in the last fifteen years. <laughs> uh, Bengals seven three against the spread in their last ten road games, and I think they're zero and ten actually, uh, but seven and three against the spread. So. Bengals plus ten and a half. Yeah, that's the one that stood out right away, just because that uh, line was just so ridiculous. I will be taking. I've been hyping them up all all pod, but I'm taking the Steelers plus three at Cleveland. I just think that D line is so good. That defense will just control that poopy Cleveland offense. Uh, I know it's on the road, so. But I just think Steelers are a better team, especially with Minka Fitzpatrick back there. Baker's gonna have a bad day. Yeah, I mean, crazy to think that, uh, you know, after the week one Big Ben injury, that the Steelers are still still yeah. right there. I yeah. Mean, would have never thought it. You know, I get a little better appreciation of Big Ben after this year, too, because you just see how dysfunctional that offense <laughs> is without him right now. I don't know. It's a combination of him and Antonio Brown. Right. But Juju Smith, he's not even a factor into the game. I mean, they're, no. they're covering him, but he's not making, not giving the production that you need out of him. So, yeah, Steelers plus three. Found it. All right. Uh, for my over-under, I went Baltimore-Texans. Um, under 50. The under has hit five of the last six times when these two have played. So, I think it's going to stay that way. Oh, yeah. I, that's so funny. I took the <laughs> oh, I took the over. So, I took the over 50. So, we'll flip side the coin after. Five. Yeah, I'll do a side pot five. All, all right. right. All right. All right. But, yeah, two black quarterbacks. Talented. <laughs> They're just going to be running all over the field. It's going to look like Michael Vick going both ways. All right, right. side pot that one. Yep. All right, just a couple updates here then. Uh, Pick them. 
Toilet Picks has a three-game lead now on, on our boy Big Crunch. Yeah, is that Rob Lappin over Martindale right now? I believe it's Big Dog. Oh, it's Big Dog? He's Toilet Picks? I think. I don't know why I got confused and thought it was Lappin. Uh, I think it's Big Dog. Okay. Might have to double check, but Big Crunch back in the back in it, though. I like to see that. Uh, toilet Picks uh, weekly high of eight last week, so down week, but... For everybody. The past two weeks have yeah, been pretty bad Yeah, it's been really hard. <laughs> Survivor. Uh, five went out last week, and so they, I guess they're splitting it five ways. Um, let's see. Yeah. Nide, uh, Nide probably have to give quarters to people, probably. Um, let's see. So it was Big <laughs> Crunch, Randy's awesome, Randy Davis' awesome pick set, uh, <laughs> Rob L's amazing pick set, Trust the Process, uh, who was Tim Tree, yeah. and Wendell's sketchy pick set. So five ways. I don't know how much money they each get, but have fun with that one. I'd <laughs> pull the calculator out. All right, uh, DFS. Oh, go ahead. Who'd oh you... yeah, I did just check. It is Rob Lappin is Toilet Picks, oh, but my I can see why you could get confused because Big Dog's name is Dick Picks. <laughs> that's right. So that's very right. similar, very similar. <laughs> toilet Picks and Dick Picks. I don't know which one's better. All right, DFS. It was Chad again, uh, Mosif in second, and Samansky in third. Uh, pretty nice lineup from Chad last week. Uh, obviously, he won. Uh, Kyler, my boy, Boss Henry Freeman was the one uh, bat down part on his lineup. What is he thinking? Yeah, <laughs> on that one. <laughs> uh, your boy Keenan. Yeah. Christian Kirk blew up. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's Bobby funny. Woods, Kelsey, CMC, and the big the big one was Ravens D last week. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed in uh, Robert Woods' performance. You know, you'd think he would get a lot more production with. Brandon Cooks being out, but yeah, he just hasn't. I mean, really, too. Uh, how bad was the concussion? I mean, it must be very bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been a few wide receivers, him and uh, we just were talking about him, Sterling Shepard. Why can't we never remember his name? We're high. <laughs> yeah, I could explain <laughs> it. That could be it. Who knows? All right. Well, we got. We just moved to the serious stuff, the very serious right. material. But now we are moving on to our fun segment that you guys voted on and made happen. So I don't know how well this is going to go. You had but, to go. Uh, you had to do this one solo too. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. But we will call this Ocean Sixteen <laughs> plus Cree. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are pros. The best. I'm sure you can make it out of the casino. Of course, lest we forget, once you're out the front door, you're still in the middle of the fucking desert. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes, the house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. Ocean 16. <laughs> uh, okay. So, obviously, if you've ever seen Ocean's Eleven, you know George Clooney is the ringleader. Right. Uh, he's Danny Ocean. And who else could that be in our league besides the commish, Chad? I mean, he's the quarterback, he's the point guard, he's the captain. He'll always be the ringleader. Uh, he always, what Chad has is he always has the big idea, uh, big picture in mm. his head. You know what I mean? He doesn't get caught in the... Uh, small-term collusions or small-term trends that I start bitching about on the group meeting, right. try and get changes made right away. But yeah, slow and steady when he handles this league. So yeah, Chad's Chad's uh, George Clooney and his wife is Amal, I guess. What a comp. Yeah. Uh, so the next role in this heist, we have to also decide what are we stealing? You know, I think if we got us 17 together and really focused on robbing somebody, I hmm. think we could, you know, come up with something really good. But uh, so consider these ideas and these roles and maybe we can put something together. Who knows? There's probably only a couple felons. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we should be all right. No background checks. <laughs> uh, the right hand man, Brad Pitt. Rusty Ryan is was his oh. name in that movie. Uh, I went with Nighty, so the suave Nighty. He uh, handles the day-to-day -day operations, which is basically keeping the beef going on GroupMe. There you go. That is Nighty's role. He uh, keeps the rivalry strong. He doesn't let mistakes go by. So uh, I also love the weekly write-ups. Yeah, they're great. Obviously on Monday morning, it drives uh, drives the group me and also we were just saying he always makes one of the first trades so he's always driving the trade market you know he handles that day to day 
every day, Nighty checks in and uh, makes sure that you know that you fucking suck. <laughs> but yeah, w- w- uh, the baby's due in a few months, I think. February, I believe. So. I don't know. Wiggs is probably just waiting for pictures. Yeah. Let me get some stomach pics. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tell a story about Wiccans, but I'll, I'll keep that one personal. It's pretty uh, inappropriate. <laughs> Turn the turn the pot off, Joe. Yeah. Let's let's hear this. Yeah. Uh, so the other another role, Matt Damon, who is the special assistant, basically handles you know. Junior commish, basically. Yeah, basically. Well, I almost was leaning <laughs> that way. I leaned that way, and then I was like, I gotta go with myself uh-huh. as special assistant. So you're kind of a junior commish, too. Yeah, yeah. I handle the league operations outside of Yahoo. I like to think, like mm-hmm. with the podcast and right. you know, technology stuff like that. Uh, Budget. S- sometimes and... I also serve as a spy. You know, at times. Oh yeah. Getting price checks. <laughs> so I put on that big nose. I don't know if you see yeah. Ocean's Thirteen. He actually does that. So I always have that pulse on the league and uh, always. <laughs> sniffing around for that collusion sure there's nothing that turns me on more than finding fucking collusion <laughs> going on especially when it's 08 hey joe have you heard about uh, any trades going on yeah, yeah yeah exactly all right so number four so this is the money man uh this was ruben if you remember in the movie one of the best characters he's those are terry benedict's casinos <laughs> <laughs> i love that guy those are terry benedict's casinos uh so i picked two people for this role uh, obviously, Greg. I mean, that's oh, default. Yeah. Right. Uh, he bankrolls the heist. Have you seen Greg's budget lately? It is four twelve. Yeah. Two hundred and ninety nine. Insane. He has nearly twenty five percent of all the draft money for the next two <laughs> oh, years. <shit. laughs> so Greg is our money man for sure. And along with that, how can you not go with Wendell with his penny stock investments oh, yeah. uh, with the return? So if we ever need a nice little business loan, I have a feeling we can go to Wendell, maybe even real estate, you know, get some opinions. So that, those are our two money men. Look, we all go way back and uh, I owe you from the thing with the guy in the place and I'll never forget it. All right, here's your job right here. You are Saul Bloom, played by Carl Reiner in the movie. You are the experienced con man. The old guy? Yes. The old pro, I like to call it. Uh, Uh, So what I've noticed about you is you always have the ability to get into basically anywhere that I've been. Oh, uh, that's true. Indianapolis, you're always, you can get, you can, uh, I know my way around. You you know a connection in the back. So you've been everywhere. You're the king of Indy. You can get anywhere. (laughs) So you're the old pro, the experienced con man. Thanks. Yep. Uh, okay, number six. So Junior Commission's right here. The technological leader. This was Don Cheadle's character. If you remember, the British, the yeah. black British guy. It'd be nice working with proper villains again. You for the basher. For the black audience. Yeah, it's basher. There you go. We got a couple Bernie Macs coming later, too. Oh, yeah, so. yeah that's true. <laughs> uh, so Buzz is the technological leader because strictly because he handled the tv screens at the draft oh multiple yeah times, that's true which, that's not an easy job he i didn't know how to handle that so he's got those spreadsheets and he had to tell wickens whether he needed like a like a some sort of adapter for his tv yeah his tv that he the new tv he bought didn't have the right connections or yep. something yep so he's he's always just got a good grasp on how to handle those technological issues that uh, sometimes we face when we're at uh, fight outs, which we're even lucky we have electricity there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can uh, see Jewish lightning on that place there here you go. shortly. Yeah. Okay, uh, another role. A couple guys playing this one. The experience, experienced muscle. Mm. So these are the intimidating guys. This was played by Bernie Mac. His character was Fred Catton. Rest in peace, Bernie R. I. P. Mac. R.I.P. Bernie yes. Mac. So this one is none other than Jason and Blaine, the two most intimidating characters, I think, in the league that you don't want to get on their bad side. Joe, what you want from me, man? Want me to get on the table and dance? Let me shine your shoes? Want me to smile at you? But you definitely won't let me deal the cars. You might as well call it White Jack. I love how Cree can't post without having Blaine with a <laughs> shitty comment after. That's so funny every time. Buzz off, Cree, anything like that. It's funny. Yeah, he's always ready. But yeah, the two intimidating characters, they'll get things done. Shake some hands a little firmly just to let them know we mean business. Jason will punch you, too. Yeah. So. Yep. He might even make your plane crash, too, if you're <laughs> coming from D.C. He's got those kind of connections. All right. And then the other role, 
So we need some drivers. And if you remember, if you've watched Ocean's Eleven, this is a couple of fucking idiots that are. Yeah. Okay, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> Wasn't it uh, Tweeter from. Uh... Yes, it was. <laughs> Would you like to see the Tweety <laughs> touchdown dance? You are in my face. You me. You got in my way. I was trying to deliver my balloons. Gentlemen. So Scott Kahn is his name, actually. Uh, Casey Affleck was the other one. So a couple good actors they got for playing these uh, small roles. But who else could I go with besides Rick and Randy? Oh, yeah. Uh, a couple brothers. And sure. Rick, Rick, Rick uh, is a car dealer, isn't he, too, anyways? Used to be, I believe. Used yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. Now he's an insurance agent. Right. But, yeah. So I feel like they know a lot about cars. Rick, maybe. so. They've probably worked on cars in their days. Yeah. They, they seem like... Yeah. Rick probably... Rick definitely drove a Mustang at one point, too. So. Well, I don't know if you're allowed to actually have a house bigger than the garage in Argus. So... <laughs> Most people have like four car garages and gar- and then they live in a fucking shack in Argus. <laughs> Sorry, Argus. Okay, so this is my favorite role right here. If you remember, this is the amazing Yen. Oh, he yeah. was the grease man. Yeah. So he was able to get into those, wiggle his way into those little spots. But who else could I go with besides the incredible duo of Cree Wigs? Sidecar, yeah. Sidecar. So they continue, like I said, to find their way at the top of the rats. They're just sliding Crazy. on there. Uh, and then a couple facts that really stood out. Wiccans is surprisingly flexible, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If you didn't if you didn't know that, he can actually I think his shoulders are like reversed wrong or something. He can really do some weird stuff with his shoulders. Huh. So there you go. <laughs> Just uh, ask Allie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I could just see uh, the sidecar like doing like, like holding onto each other, yeah. like legs and feet, and doing like human, sur- yeah. human ladder. Right, right. <laughs> Cree could yeah climb onto uh, Wiggs' shoulders. They're just great teammates. They just work together really well. Wiggs, take your shoulder out of place so I can jump <laughs> on it. <laughs> and Wiggs, you know, he's a really good swimmer too, so uh, he can hold his breath just in case you have to put him in a little small container you know and has to hold his breath for a long time so yeah perfect perfect grease man all right and then we started getting to i don't we didn't even have enough obviously there's only 11 rolls in oceans but i just made these up so my local spy obviously byron so byron knows all the juicy plymouth gossip you know, uh, he's a teacher at Plymouth now. Right. His father-in-law is the director of the park department. His wife cuts hair, which bitches are always talking when they're in always the talking. getting their cut. Bitches be shopping. <laughs> and uh, Byron remembers everything people say. He could repeat it word for word. So he's my local spy. He's got a feel for what's going on in the Plymouth community. So, yeah, perfect job. And then uh, 13, uh, 13th job. Yep, we got one. Sorry. I don't know what number we're on. But the other role that I had that I just made up was the medic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jeremy, obviously, the doctor in the house. Uh, Just in case shit goes wrong, you know, got to have a doctor around, I guess. So something bound to go wrong. Not a very exciting role, but, uh, you know, Jeremy's risk averse. So maybe he keeps his, uh, keeps out of trouble if we ever did get He caught. could always help out with uh, with Jason and Blaine as well. Yeah, he is. He yeah. could chest in a lot of people or something. <laughs> if we did need a box out or a chest in, <laughs> best man for the job. So uh, another job that I really liked, I just made this one up, political bribery. You know, oh, right. just in case we need some licenses forged or any kind of shady shit going on. Big Dog is our man to call. Big Dog is our political correspondent on this uh, podcast. <laughs> I wish I would have been on last oh. week and we would have made him pick like, I think he was talking about doing like every single politician for uh, a league member. Yeah. Which that would be hilarious. That I would think. be pretty good. <laughs> Better do it now before everyone drops out too. Yeah. Uh, obviously Randy is Mayor Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have that coming up. Uh and then here's the last one. Jay's Jay's good at a lot of things, but uh, oh yeah, this is the role I gave him. He's the ladies' man. So if you remember the movie, they had to use you know strippers and other girls to distract. So Jake Jay's good at gathering all the chicks for the mission, uh, whatever we need him for. You know he's always uh, right. Just here, stripper. Here's a little coke. Like <laughs> you know, stand in front of this camera for a while. Yep. So there you go. Now all we need is a target. We got all the roles. So 
Hopefully I didn't forget anybody. If I did, I can assign you something later. But I think we should, uh, you know, consider, rob a bank or consider something. Consider it, yeah. Maybe I mean we already got the inside with a uh, <laughs> couple. Yeah, couple I was about to say we got a couple banks. I don't want to say their names just, out loud. Just open the vault. <laughs> open the vault and leave. Yep. All right. So that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys voted on it. Yeah. Maybe we can try those other choices another week or something. Or just get Big Dog on and do the the political candidates. Yes. yes. I would love to join him with that one too. So feel free to come on again. All right. Best to group me. Speaking of, which is his first one, right? Uh, Tub Dog posted it. Who eats better, Mayor Pete or Davis 30? Yeah. Just winging it. Uh, it was great. They weren't drummies, though. They looked like they looked like uh, ankle bones. Flats. Yeah. Yep. I actually prefer the flats over the drummies. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, just blue cheese or go fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. None of this ranch shit. All right. Uh, Joe, you posted this one. It was the uh, it was the Randy Moss, Rick and Randy gone fishing mm-hmm. uh, from Twitter. I mean, how many times does Rick post on Twitter in a year? Maybe like once every other year or something. He was so. just waiting for Randy Moss to come on, and uh, it was perfect. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, then Jay replied, uh, "What I wouldn't give to be a fly on that boat with mm-hmm. Ricky and Randy." That'd be great. They could talk about you know being wide receivers too. They have that in common. Hunting, wide receivers. And they both like white chicks. <laughs> Good point. Probably the white girl, too. All right. Uh, Jay, how about... It uh, looked like he made the uh, Nashville trip this week, tightened up uh, the sign out front. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, how about this pick? Um, 90... I can't remember even the, ca- the caption, but it was Greg just completely stoned off his ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Bloomington, I'm assuming. Uh, just... High as shit. Yeah. L- Greg lost a lot of weight, too. He's a lot skinnier oh, yeah, than he, he was, was in that picture. Freshman 15, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nice work, Greg. Uh, let's see. This was uh, this was Wiggs and, um, Wiggs and Big Dog, uh, the picture of 10 years of gangbangs on Alley. Um, those guys looked super young then. Wiccan's definitely skinnier in that picture oh, than, yeah. than currently. Yep. That was, uh, I think he was in the army probably still at that time. Uh, let's see. How about this one? This is a great one. Uh, Cubby's by a hundred buzz on the buzz and blueberry Larry, uh, at the, at the rodeo <laughs> took a, took a, a nice family trip. Yeah. Um, sisters along and saw some pictures from that. Uh, great stuff. Followed that. Uh, on group me but wow nothing better than a good fall stitch family get together blueberry larry just killing it with a with a cowboy hat on fun stuff uh and he didn't win by 100 but still close uh and then one of my my favorite one after that was uh tub dog save a horse ride a buzz boy <laughs> um we talked about this bean said wow rick paid for dj2k mm-hmm. paid money yeah. So. Yeah. I keep seeing that clip of him running that uh, end around. Or was it's like a pitch left or something like that, and he's just like jogging for some reason, waiting for the hole to open, and then the defense defensive uh, linebacker just comes in and just lights his ass he, up. He looks like a completely different player from was that three years ago that yeah. he was a boss. Gonna hope he's gonna you know you're gonna have to hope for to catch a lot of passes is basically what you're gonna hope for for now. Yeah, that's all I got. So. All right. Well, I mean, we almost went a whole... We did go an hour, basically. So, didn't think it was going to go that long, but uh, I bet you guys hate my voice now <laughs> after after an hour of talking. All right. Well, I guess we should say Pirate Life for me and play that motherfucking outro, Joe. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you got a hand tough to make it. History repeats itself. Try and you succeed Never doubt that you're the one